guys, welcome back. My name is Blaine. And my name is Lila, and you're listening to Apprentice Theologians. And obviously, we're already having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about how to handle a crush and how to have Christian joy. Lila, how was your day? Pretty good. I think you have some big news. Would you have to tell everyone? Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Hear you, hear no, you. I am, I am moving to Canada. Oh, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada. That's pretty much all of the words I know to it. <laughs> so, uh, is it exciting? Yep, I'm gonna meet new people and travel outside the United States. Ooh. Which is my first time, which is gonna be exciting. Yeah, and I'm I nervous. I've never been outside the United States. Well, you're gonna have to come and visit us. Definitely. It took us a long time to get passports. Yeah. And. <laughs> We finally got them, all five of them. The whole family got theirs, mom, dad, my siblings, everything. Even my cats, I'm just kidding. And mine came in last. A couple of days later, it came trickling in. I almost had to stay in the United States and not go to Canada with my family. It's so dramatic. <laughs> well, you know what they say, uh, uh, uh. What do they say? (laughs) (laughs) What do they say? (sighs) Good times. You know what they say? The first will be last and last will be first. That's what the Bible says, yep. You know what they say? He'll dance with whoever brought him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I don't know what we're talking about anymore, and I don't know Canada's national anthem. Okay, that's enough mm. about Canada, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, What's up handle. with you? My uh, dad's been deployed, so I've been uh, sending him texts on this uh, app we have, and me and my brother. That's awesome. You get to talk to your dad? What's the name of the app? It's called Signal. Signal? Sounds like Signal. signal. Uh, yes. You're Southern, so sometimes I don't even understand. We're well, about to have a Canadian accent, so I don't want to hear about it, y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's transition into our uh, topics. So, I think we should talk about uh, how to handle a crush. What do you say? Sure. So, let's be honest. Kids our age have crushes on pretty much everyone. Uh, celebrities, uh, people in their school. And the word is actually kind of is used quite loosely. I thought it'd just be a good topic for us to talk about. And even on Instagram, there's these hashtags. Hashtag woman crush Wednesday. Or hashtag man crush. Or or hashtag celebrity husband. Yeah, there's tons of them. Yeah, there's, there's, there's wow. And, and clearly, the world is stirring up sexual desires and lust and trying to make it just normal. And that's wrong in a way. And the Bible has a lot of scripture readings that talk about this. I have one, First John 4.16. Can you read it for us? Yes, yes. All right, First John 4.16 says right here, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. Uh, God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. And pretty much it's saying that, so we know that we should listen to instructions from God because God is love. Yeah. And not, not love is God, but God is love. That'll tweet, Blaine. I have one, too. So we're talking about crushes. And when you like somebody romantically, the Bible has a great verse, Song of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 4. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read it. Song of Solomon 8, 4 says, I adjure you 
O daughters of Jerusalem, that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. <laughs> so you should not be wanting or pursuing a romantic relationship until you're ready, until it's time to be married. Yes. And another verse that is helpful is First Corinthians 7, 9 says, But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion, which is, which is stating it's better to marry than to lust. Yeah. Yeah, the world is teaching that that lust is okay and that's wrong. So it's pretty obvious that you can't control when you have a crush. A feeling just comes on you. You can't perhaps ask for it. Yeah. So what do you do when that feeling arises and you don't know what to do and you're not old enough to marry? Well, I have one that I think will cover that. It's First Thessalonians 4, 1-5. It says... Finally, then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing that you do, so more and more, for you know what instructions we gave through the Lord Jesus, for this is the will of God, your your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual mortality, that each of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. So because we're part of God's covenant family, we shouldn't be like the pagans who can't control themselves, who lust after people, like what Instagram tells kids, but we should be self-controlled and walking in the spirit, able to control our bodily mm-hmm. urges. All right, let's talk about it a little bit. So. so Blaine, say you have a crush and you know you can't support a wife because you're only like 15. What do you do? What I would do is, one, I would pray to God to help me with uh, my situation. Two, I would then read my Bible and uh, look up some of these verses here to try to help me and figure out what I need to do. Three, I would talk to my uh, parents about it because I would want some accountability. And then when I'm old enough and I can support her, I would uh, ask her dad if I could court her. And what courting is, is two people getting to know each other uh, with the intention to marry. So pretty much you can you can call it dating or whatever, but it's, it's pretty much just a way that Christians do relationships that should be different than the world. So, so yeah, that, that's what I would do. And another thing you can do is pray for the person God has ordained for you to marry. Yes, yes. And you can do this with joy and not be all huffy puffy like uh, God is keeping a boyfriend or girlfriend away from me because maybe you're not ready. You can trust God to have perfect timing. I know a whole bunch of times that he's had perfect timing. Best segue ever. Okay, let's go and talk about some joy. Mike job. So one thing I noticed about joy is that it's beginning to be a cool thing to not be happy at all. Yeah, I think that's kind of every teenager in every generation to be really angsty true it's so punk rock so very (laughs) (laughs) but should be different yeah what i like to talk about now is fruits of the spirit which is in galatians 5 22 through 26 and it says but the fruits of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desire. If we will live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceit, provoking, or another envying one another. Yes. If you're walking (laughs) with the Spirit and following God's rules, you'll have joy. Yep. And if you don't have joy, then that means you're not walking in the Spirit and you're not following God's commands, and you're probably doing something wrong you're not allowed to do. True. 
And Proverbs 17 verse 22 says, A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. What are some practical examples uh, other than uh, kids being anxious that we could see when they're not walking in joy? How about joyful obedience? Boom, yes. It's always a rule in our family that we have to obey right away and cheerfully. Yes, that's always been a rule in our house, too. The only reason that I can think that we wouldn't be, uh, our moms or dads, they give us a rule or something to do to help us out. So we should be helpful and we should be happy about it. But because of our sinful natures, we don't want to be happy about it. We're, ra- we're mad because of it or other reasons, too. It's because we're selfish and, and we really think that the command given to us is a dumb command and we shouldn't have to obey it. Yeah. Which is very really, sinful. Yeah, but really they're there to help us. Yeah. And this is also where, uh, where where it says children should obey your parents. And what's funny about it is that this is the command children obey your parents is the only command that comes with the reward. Yet we, that seems like the most thing that we don't want to do. Yeah, that is really funny. I never looked at it that way. Yeah. What do you think the reward is? Let me go over there and see real quick because it says it actually. <clears throat> All right. It says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. On your father and mother, this is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in land. So the promise is that you would live long in the land. So the promise is that if you obey God, you'll be blessed. Exactly. You know me so well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one last verse before we head out. Philippians 4.4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So rejoice in every circumstance and read the book of James. Alright, thank you guys for listening. I hope it was helpful. Alright, catch you on the flip side. Bye. Yeah, lift your praises to the Holy One and dish the facade. The Lord Jesus, the image of the invisible God. He is raised up so highly as he's blazing so brightly. The amazing Almighty, why is he taken so lightly? Cats ain't seeing them rightly. The demonic is lying. He will stop all defiance. He's the conquering lion. He's the Lord of Australia, North and South America. The Lord of Antarctica, Europe, Asia, Africa. He's not a tribal deity, designer of the Pleiades. He'll crush his foes easily. Hands up if you agree with me, God can take blind snakes, change their whole mind state, and have them all fall and prostrate, screaming, God's great. Whether visible or invisible, he's Lord of all. Whether spiritual or physical, he's Lord of all. Plants, animals, and insects, he's Lord of all. Angels, demons, Lord of all. human beings, Lord of all. every one of Earth's residencies, Lord of all. prime ministers or presidencies, Lord of all. all languages and people groups, he's Lord of all. every nation, Lord of all. the whole creation. Yeah, let me tell you a story This is not allegory How before the world's creation God had power and glory No rebellion, no rivals No unselfish were idols No one jealous for titles This is spelled in the Bible Satan had an obsession That God he brandished his weapon Took a third of the angels with him When he was cast out of heaven Then appeared in the garden Using spiritual jargon Adam and Eve fearful and darkened Needing a hero for pardon God expressed in his purpose Satan's death it was certain At the cross the seat of the woman Crushed the head of the serpent Now he's risen with glory Spreading his territory Check Philippians 2.11 to see the end of the story Whether visible or invisible He's Lord of all Whether spiritual or physical He's Lord of all Plants, animals, and insects He's Lord of all Angels, demons Lord of all Human beings Lord of all Every one of Earth's residences Lord of all Prime ministers
rulers or presidencies All languages and people groups Every nation, the whole creation yeah, until the Holy Spirit entered and imparted new life We were dead in our sins with no regard for the Christ But through new birth we desire and we thirst for Messiah We got more reasons to praise Him than earth, wind, and fire Yo, if you got unbelievers mocking what you believe Here's a piece of advice, just take a look at their knees Because that knee's gonna bow and that tongue will confess He'll defeat all the proud, put all this stunt into rest All them atheists yelling, yeah they may seem compelling Christian, don't be intimidated to the face you can tell Tell him at the cross, Jesus voided sin, so please kill the noise, my friend, before he puts you down on bended knee like boys to men. Whether visible or invisible, he's whether spiritual or physical, he's plants, animals, and insects, he's angels, demons, human beings, every one of Earth's residencies, prime ministers or presidencies, all languages and people groups, he's every nation, the whole creation. Oh,